What's up, everybody? Welcome to Across the Stars. I'm your host. My name's Christian, and I'm joined by my friend Matt again. Hello. Guys, this is how it's going to work from now on. I'm just saying, like, I've been trying to get other guests to be a part of this podcast, and when I first, like, introduced it, I was like, yeah, I'm going to have different guests every now and then, blah, 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 but people are just unreliable, okay? Like, if they want to come on... I'm not unreliable, Christian. I've always been here for you, senpai. (laughs) If other people want to come on, I'm more than happy to get them on, but... Matt is going to be a regular, okay, guys? That's just how it is because he has time for me and he likes Star Wars and we have good conversations and we bullshit about literally everything. So yep. it's, a, it's a good time. We, yeah, we just talk like we pretend. We, we just both pretend like we know what we're talking about. We exactly. Go. That's yes. how it works. That's how, guys, you understand. Fake it till you make it, right? Right. Yeah, yeah, I think Star Wars is cool because blah, 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 blah. The next thing you know, you just got a gold mine and a philosophical query going on, all right? Yeah. All right. So, well, what did you want to what did you want to talk about today, well, my friend? Well, I don't know, man. I, you know, how are you doing? How's your Good. life I, been? I graduated. Done. Yeah. Like you said, we talked about previously. But the day I got, like, the day I was one hundred percent, like, you know, when I said earlier that I was done, like, I was on the last of my last finals, right? Mm-hmm. I was basically done at that point. Most of my grades were in. I had above the C most classes, like, so I was a hundred percent finished my final. And now that that's all done, like literally today, I was sitting there, like you know, like just, just brooding, like, oh, what am I going to do with my life now? My phone rang, and it was like uh, a law firm my intern dad was calling, like, hey, you want to work for us part time? Like, oh yeah, hell yeah, dude! So I got hired there. And, so are you just doing like clerk work, like uh, filing yeah, and lo- preparing? I'm, all, I'm doing a lot of I'm doing a lot of filing. Um, I did a lot of filing today. I had to run around with a big hunk of paper that was like. Like I was carrying it with both hands. Let's leave it yeah. like that. And it was still pretty heavy even with both hands. So hey, and, well. it, it it was big enough for people to comment when I was walking by. Oh, don't trip. Ah, ha, ha. Like, <laughs> I didn't say that though. Hey. But um, so I had to drop that off at the courthouse, which is three blocks away. So that was that was that was fun. It's humble um, beginnings, my dude. I know. I don't, Ruth you know, my, Bader my, Ginsburg worked as she was a, a, clerk, as a clerk one time. Yep. Yep. That's she was how, a lawyer. That's how it goes. Yep. Yeah, I'm not hey, even alert. I'm paralegal right now. You know, Jeff Bezos worked at McDonald's. Mm-hmm. At, and too, and Amazon used to be a book company when it first started. Yeah. <laughs> I, you know, it's funny. Like people discredit McDonald's as a job, and they're like, "Oh, like they, they look down on it." McDonald's teaches you so many great skills, like as a worker, like mm-hmm. teamwork, like being on time, efficiency, working in a fast-paced environment, like. These are all important skills and in dealing with people do. who don't, who aren't yes. ready to wait. Like that's yeah. the thing. Like you got to learn how to deal with. Like I just finished, honestly, like I just finished reading an amazing book called "How to uh, How to Win Friends and Influence People." You may have heard of it, <laughs> um, but I probably should have read it earlier in life. But it did have a lot of honestly good tips, and like uh, these are also some tips that I learned also when I was like working at the harbor with you. You know, we yeah. we learned some lessons there too, despite how it could be operated at times um it, it was still like we learned a lot of really valuable skills that we wouldn't have learned anywhere else yeah. you know like especially like, like <laughs> i learned how to i learned how to light, drive a stick shift at that job you yeah. know? so that's pretty that's pretty damn cool i, I feel like, like that's also a, like the older you get in life the more you realize people you looked up to as kids like mm-hmm. professionals like most of the time actually kind of just don't know what the fuck they're doing like, yeah like they a just kind of figure like, it out you have so much respect for like you know, CEOs or like doctors or nurses or whatever, and then you kind of figure out like they're a just lot of the them, people that they're just of, the yeah. people that said I can do it. Hey, yeah. I got this. Don't worry, guys. At the end like, of the day, we're all people with our own ideas and our own like and lives. This ties and, in. 
because the rebels were the people that said, <laughs> all right, guys, stand back. We yeah. can take down the empire. And they had a rough, 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 rough start. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We're, we're um, going to be looking into the I- ideology of the rebels and, and the morality but, of their decisions. Can I, can uh, I do a little forward for this? Because we sure. like to talk a lot. Uh-huh. So let me move into the back room where it's not as loud. Um, so what happened, what we, we need to remember that, you know, Episode one, two, and three happened. Yeah, and did. in episode two and three, and in a very good show called The Clone Wars, the Republic was growing, living, thinking, sentient beings, and using them as basically battle fodder. Uh-huh. And so we do. You, would you see that like that? And that they were opposed against an army arrayed that was like they were actual machines. You know, it was similar, but they weren't living organic beings, right? Right. And like, uh, do you think that's like a juxtaposition in a way? And do you think that the rebels and the empire are juxtaposed in any such way? Like their methods and how they go about doing things and like their ideological opposition? Because that's why there's a rebellion to the empire, right? Yeah. Like, <clears throat> well, I think part of it is like if you look at it from like our real world kind of perspective, like, or like the understanding of creating like a fictional world, I guess like Mm -hmm. most of the time you're going to do something like a droid army or like kind of, or or like orcs or something or like, Mm -hmm. like anything where you can show them being destroyed in mass and not have sympathy for them because they're not actually people. Right. Like, You can't just have, like, the Jedi mowing down a bunch of actual, like, aliens, you know? Like, because you're going to just be like, dude, that's kind of fucked up, right? Yeah. Uh, so, like, e- like even, they like... they did that to the Geonosians and nobody cared about the Geonosians. Yeah, because they're bugs and people despise <laughs> bugs. I mean, like, I-, I don't know. So, so like, that's why Tolkien, like, always, like, backpedaled and, like, kind of didn't like answering the idea of like the origin of orcs right mm-hmm. and you know in the movies you have saruman saying like they were elves and blah 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 but like tolkien kind of like moved away from that idea he didn't really like that idea because like now we're just killing elves in mass like as the yeah. good guys you know and you can't be a good guy if you're gonna go around murdering like god's creation you know yep. or, or whatever so like i i think in, from that perspective, sure, like that's why the droids or whatever, blah blah blah, and clones. But from an in-world perspective, like yeah, like you know, the, you can almost say that morally, the separatists had more morals because they were sacrificing robots and not people. Yeah, but they and were also, also the sep- murdering people. <laughs> yeah, like that's the thing—they were invading worlds that had nothing to do with the conflict. Like that was always—that was always the thing. The separatists. You always want I, the original idea. Of the separatists like always in, in intrigue, intrigue me. Like, hey, they just want to leave the republic. That's their choice, right? They don't have. They're not compelled to be in your senate if they feel like it's, you know, yeah. it not working. But then they just made the separatists the generic evil bad guys, and they just, you know, oh, they're really bad guy aliens. They're like, weird. We have droids. They make fun right. noises, and they and, shoot things. And you know? you know, all the leaders of the separatists were like, like corrupt people, like the banking yeah. clan and and the yep. the trade federation. You know, yeah. and like. You know, you could have done a lot of interesting things with the Separatists they, and with yeah, and they tried to in the Clone Wars, like an episode yeah. where they went to they went to the Separatist homeworld and they had they saw the Separatist Senate, you know, but it was all being controlled by Count Dooku, so it didn't fucking matter because you know like outwardly what was going on, you know. Yeah. But you, they talked to a couple of the politicians in the Senate hall. And they really believed like, hey, we just wanted to leave the Republic, you know. We didn't think it was right. working out for us. Like the taxes were really high, blah blah blah. 
they you know we got we got flooded in with these guys and you know now we're just here yeah you know? even count dooku like is a really interesting character but like the yeah. movies make him very much less interesting you know like there are tidbits about, you know, how Yoda trained him or mm-hmm. and, and, and he trained Qui-Gon and stuff. And it's like, that's interesting. But, like, everything else is kind of just like, meh, you know? But, like, yeah. it, like you know, the actual understanding of, of who Count Dooku is is, is very interesting. Um, and and it's like one of the lines, uh, geez, I, I think I've said this before, but I think it's in the scroll for the, the opening scroll for uh, Revenge of the Sith where it says there are mm-hmm. heroes on both sides, right? And that that's very important because it's like George Lucas is in that moment acknowledging that. And he's acknowledging it, yeah. He's acknowledging know. that, like, it's a, yeah. Yeah, like Darth Sidious is obviously a very bad person. He does yeah. bad things. Uh, but that doesn't mean that everybody who's a member of the Separatist movement is evil. Like, yeah. like you know, you can apply it to our real world. You can apply it to real world politics. Like, some people vote for Trump because they want lower taxes, not because mm-hmm. they actually like him, like mm-hmm. you know, and and that doesn't necessarily make them bad people, but yeah. you know, some people will argue that it's a bad decision, <laughs> right? Yeah. So it's one of those things where it's like you can you can support a part of something without supporting all of it. Mm-hmm. So it's and that's too like with the re- like as tying it back into the rebellion, um, you know, getting off the ground, especially with uh, is. Is what's in the Force Unleashed still canon? Do you know? Like, because Ben Dex, he, I don't uh, think so. Wait, actually, I think he killed everybody. So never mind. Maybe that was <laughs> maybe that was just a fever dream I had one time. Um, but the rebellion kind of like many Bothans died to bring us this information. You know? right. There's always there's always death. Like you know the rebellion ship. Like as as I as I remember reading one time. I can't remember where I read this, but the rebellion was actually smaller than some real world. Like according to George, I, I can't remember where I read this. So you might want to Google it to confirm me. Mm-hmm. But some people said that the, um, the, that the, uh, rebel Alliance was smaller than like some real world, like real world re- resistance movements. That was like, that was a suggestion. Like, it, because like that was, it was the fleet. And that was it, you know. And those like the the ships they have weren't like huge star destroyers, right? It's, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, and one of the things, but they could have like, changed that by now. For all I know. Uh, yeah, and you get twelve distinct armies of nearly ten million each. Wait, it was made of what? What? That's what it says. It says nearly one hundred and thirty-three million imperial citizens supported it in some way or form. Um, mm. I, okay, so th- this is what it says on uh, Ask Science Fiction. It's a Reddit thing. I don't. I don't know the truth of all that. Is Wikipedia a good source? Yes, Wikipedia is a good source. I mean, I know I've used it before, but I don't know if people actually like think it's a good source or not. Uh, do. The they Alliance got a, they, fleet, also known as the Rebellion, uh, Rebel Alliance Navy, the Rebel Navy, the blah, 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 blah. So that it was a military force, it was formed, blah, blah, blah. In the early days of the rebellion against the Galactic Empires, various rebel cells began coordinating their efforts to combat the rain. Mm. Um, it doesn't really say a number. Um, it's just talking about, like, how they got more more rebels, really. Um yeah, but I'm seeing that tied in the new show, you know, Rebel, the show, and then um, 
I don't know. And, you know, like, that that was a long time ago. I remember reading that, and it always just stuck with me, you know? Yeah. Well, the, the <laughs> thing is, like, it, it's kind of interesting to, like, think of Star Wars almost as, like, as, like, a historical documentary or something. Because mm-hmm. if you look at our history, right, it's, it's, it's very... Uh, Bloody. It's very different than how things happened. Like, yeah. you know, and people are pointing this out now, you know, when, when you talk about... Uh, like the freeing of the slaves in America, you know, like we act like as if, you know, after the civil war, like, you know, we treated black people like they were, they were equal citizens and that we all loved them and it was great. But, but, uh, you know, obviously that didn't happen. Um, And even a majority of people didn't support it. Uh, Mm -hmm. And so it's one of those things where like, if you, if you look at like a new hope as like this historical documentary, it's like the rebels are all great people that did great things and saved you from the empire. But yep. the reality is, like, these were this was kind of an insurgent group, and then you see the reality of it in Rogue One, which is really interesting. Like, mm-hmm. you know, they're killing informants and like they're doing really like gray area things, like v- kind of bad things. You are you are being rescued. Please do not resist. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the class that's, right. that sums it up. You know, pretty good. And, and to like the aggression of some of the the fleet commanders and such and with how much they're willing to use, you know, tactics like ionizing that ship and then shoving a star destroyer into another star, star destroyer, you know, right. Like just this total, like awesome, awesome move. But like, according probably as there are rules of engagement in our, in our reality. Right. So right. they're probably considered to be rules of Imperial engagement of like, you know, blah, blah, blah. And maybe they're probably unfairly leveraged. I don't know, but I feel like using one ship to saw another ship in half is just like it's kind of yeah. brutal, you know. Well, and there's they're playing all the happy music while all this destruction and death was playing, and I can sing about like isn't every starter like crew like a crew of like five thousand people or something like that? Like, right? <laughs> and you just think of it. You think of it uh, like you know, if you apply it to our real world, you you think of it as like you know somebody blowing up the, the Pentagon, like we wouldn't be like, oh, great, all these bad people are dead. Like, yeah. we, like it'd be like an actual tragedy because some people are just working to make a living. Like, like you know, we, we're not all super altruistic all the time, but for some reason mm-hmm. we expect everyone to be. Well, we like, saw this in, we saw this in Solo 2 where Han just walked up to the Imperial Recruitment Station. He was like, hey, I want to do a name. He's like, all right, sign up. Yeah. Han was like, you know, a He's, few deployments away from being on the Death Star for all we know. You know, right. he could have been a he could have been a janitor in subsection six zero three. Right. You know, like it's it's just the reality of things. And when you start to really think about it, it's it just keeps getting more and more and more gray. You know, and that's always yeah. hard with like things like Star Wars. And, well, and obviously, like Star Wars, people love to like try to make like apply Star Wars to the real world, which I have no problem mm. with. You know, and I've done it a couple times already in this podcast, but like. Yeah. The, the truth is star wars is not reality because in yeah, reality it's a fantasy it's a fantasy world <laughs> in reality like four people on one ship are not going to take out uh, you know huge parts of our government in in our government's military like, like but he used the force chris you well, know no no, no i'm not even talking about luke i'm talking about han like han in his yeah. millennium falcon is like uh, like evading like four to star destroyers through an asteroid field and then like dodging them making them crash into each other like and mm-hmm. still he can't be caught and then eventually they're caught but like it doesn't matter because they're going to come back next time you know like th- like do you think do you think Darth Vader really would have just like traded Han Solo to Jabba for what like come on like yeah 
Like, that'd be like Donald Trump capturing uh, Osama bin Laden, but being like, oh, hey, by the way, those guys, those guys, you know, you owe them a bunch of money, Osama, so we're going to send you to Russia. Like, yeah. come on. Like, it just doesn't happen. Like, w- even when yeah, we it, found him, like, it, it, like we weren't trying to, like, capture him. We killed him. Like, that, that's the thing is, like, these are these are people that in our reality would not be looked at as heroes. Yeah, absolutely. By, by most people, like, despite how how like terrible the the imperial government is or whatever, like mm-hmm. we don't know the exact reality of that. Like, we just kind of know that. Assume so. We we assume because the the movie told us that the empire is bad and the rebels are good, and that's yeah. all we need to know. And, and you, you know, know and... hey, these guys blow up planets full of people, which is just bad, right? Yeah, which you, which would be bad, right? And and even yeah. like if you that's look the at thing, this, like and, the empire, the empire is controlled by legitimately bad people. That's the thing. And when but all the bad people are usually concentrated doing one thing in one small section of the empire, while the rest of the galaxy continues as normal. Right. Like you know, it's called Star Wars, but at the end of the day, these battles are like they're not really. They're usually like happen only the major battles. The Battle of Endor happened once, right? In a huge universe, you know. The you know Death Star the Death Star only destroyed one planet before the rebels blew it up. It's, it's just yeah. most people most people in the galaxy like you know it was terrible. Alderaan got destroyed two point one trillion people or whatever the hell it was. But there are still like you know another nine point six quintillion people in the galaxy that just didn't notice. You know right. aside from Obi aside from Obi Wan Kenobi <laughs> going ah uh, who could I feel it in his feet? <laughs> yeah, yeah. A million voices crying out in silence. Yeah. It's just, it, yeah, it suddenly well, silence. It's so, it's so difficult, too, because, it's like, if you're trying to apply Star Wars to the real world, like, you, you uh, just can't because no government controls the entire world, despite what, like, conspiracy theories think. might think, right? Yeah, like, no, guys, I, trust me, I wish I wish there was a shadow government right now. Trust me, like, I wish they were activating plan omega new patriot where they right. like you know i mean you they, can look at you can look at corrupt countries you can look at syria yeah. and their refugees and rebels and like you can look at uh the coup that happened in france and in their revolution even the american revolution like these are spanish revolution you know yeah. every every single one was just horrific and you look at these things <laughs> and, and you you can say like well these are great things that happened in history that were terrible but provided hope for more people in the future right which is you can apply to star wars the thing is star wars is one government in one universe like and and they've conveyed the entire universe is dependent on one singular system of currency that is controlled by the controlled as far as we know by the empire because palpatine has control of the banking clans and he 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 owned he Planet Molnin is under his thumb. That entire world is just—it's it's creeping with dark side influence, right? So yeah. they—the Empire has complete control of the economy. So every galactic credits, the current, the one standard currency—that's what it was in the Empire. They didn't have different kind of like you know, aside from the flubes, the flu flubes or whatever the fuck blue coins they were giving out in the Mandalorian, you know. Yeah. And, and that showed obviously that there were economic difficulties already because there are so many different currencies. Right. You what, know? what are the legalities of the profession of bounty hunter anyway? <laughs> yeah. I know. Yeah. Exactly. And that's the problem. You know, when do you stop applying reality to something like Star Wars? Like at the end of the, like we want to talk about the morality of the rebels, but well, how far do we dig into them? You know, that they, that's the thing we that we know that the empire was bad at the end of the day because Sidious was in control. And at the end of the day, the rebels only fought the fleet where Sidious was most of the time. Yeah. You know, 
I, I they mean, destroyed the Death Star because it was coming for them. And at the end of the day, it did destroy everyone there knew what the Death Star was built to do. You know, right. like everyone on board the Death Star was. Well, you don't name it the Death is. Star if its purpose is to <laughs> is to send puppies to every child in the in the universe. Like, yeah, you if know, your commander if your commander is walking around screaming, "We don't need the Imperial Senate anymore," yeah. everyone will just be fucking shit scared of this battle station and they'll fall in line. <laughs> right. You know, it's it's. And he's going to control the local governors, like so. That well, was obviously, again. <laughs> the other thing too is like, I think I think a lot of people will. Okay, so I'll say this first, right? Is like, you can apply things from Star Wars to the real world, which is good. Yeah. But you ca- you can't say that because something in Star Wars is not realistic that it's bad. Like just like yeah. you can't say that about almost anything fictional, and you can't say just because this is is realistic is good. Like that's just not how things work. Like, when it comes yeah. to fiction, it's just fiction, right? And we can take lessons from fiction, and we can learn things from fiction, and we can apply things from fiction to the real world, but that's not the end-all, be-all of it, right? Yeah. And it, and it, when you look at Star Wars, people, I think, like to to pretend that the Rebellion is some, like, grassroots movement from the bottom. Yeah. But the Rebellion started Isn't it all in the, the political, It's the, all the political elites that didn't like Palpatine getting together and telling their plan, throwing their planet's military into right. conspiracy. It, it's, it's Bail Antilles and, and Moth Moth, Ma, that, Mon Mothma and, of the Senate. Like, <laughs> That's why Darth Vader targeted out Alderaan, because as far as we know at that point, Alderaan was an open rebellion against the Empire. Right. <laughs> you know, <laughs> so it's just, it, it's, it, like, again, it's, it's just a political situation. <laughs> <laughs> right. So what it ended up being like it's the put and but yeah, and it's, like said, it's like, just hard. It, it's hard because at the end of the day, Star Wars is also the huge universe. Because so you could say that this actually came up in uh, Knights of the Old Republic one a lot, mm-hmm. where it, it was talking. It was called the Jedi Civil War, but honestly, most people didn't know who was Jedi and who is Sith. Everyone was just a Jedi to them and they were having a disagreement. Right. And it wrecked the, it wrecked the first, the second Jedi civil war wrecked the galaxy. Malak destroyed a, a whole planet that had never been, I don't, at least I don't know if that had ever been done before where he just bombarded a planet for days with laser fire from orbit until there was nothing left. And like, yeah. now it's a toxic waste. It's a toxic wasteland now. Um, it, it, it's, it's, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, well, when you think of when you think of the empire as a whole, right? Mm-hmm. It's it, it fundamentally challenges everything we know about a good government because as Americans and and you know even people who are not American, but as mm-hmm. Americans ourselves, you know, it's fundamental within our country that you know you shouldn't have one all-powerful person running and never leaving office. And different things like this. And so we already know, like, they're evil because this is one government controlling the world forever. Like, yeah. you know, th- there's there's no real... We, you, we are instantly ideologically opposed to them. Like, it, it's like seeing a hostile, like, something so hostile to you that you just have to hate it, you know? Right. And even if you look at, like, a lot of the inspirations for George Lucas, like, uh, like Japanese movies and Japanese culture, and you look at imperialism, which obviously the Imperials, right... Like mm-hmm. the this was not necessarily a good time in in Japan, right? No, this, it was this, not. It was it, constant, bloody, endless warfare. And, and you look at Japan these days, right? People might not like to admit it, but Japan is obsessed with Western culture. They yep. love our culture. Like, yep. they, they, like uh, Disney, uh, they have Disney in Tokyo, and it's one of the most popular Disney parks in the world. Yeah. 
and one of the one of the most uh, popular video game series like of the elites is called Dark Souls. It's a game that was made in Japan, but it's exclusive. Aside from having a few weapons and one game that's called Sekiro, which is where you play a shinobi, mm-hmm. which is probably one of their best games, if, I, if I'm honest. But Dark Souls one, two, and three, Bloodborne and Demon Souls are all set in European style, like right. you know, castles and shit. You're where you're swinging. You're running around in knight armor. It is not like samurai in any way. And you're right. swaying around giant claymores and bastard swords and stuff. And you're using magic spells. And no scrolls are involved or anything. You know, it's 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 the truth. It's just that that's Japan is always kind of yeah. yeah. Even like you could see like in Yu-Gi-Oh with how like the interpreted like, you know, people from the East Coast, like they're so far removed from them, you know. Yeah, it's and that's that's why like the comparisons with like our world kind of they they kind of fall apart in ways because right you can look at like oh well you know our current government under the current president people might think is like the empire but Mm -hmm. he's gonna be replaced eventually that's the thing is like we have a government set up fundamentally by the people and and a lot of times you know we question that and say it's representative republic and blah 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 but at the end of the day is like. We local, still like one guy to sit in the chair we call president. You know, right, that's state, just how local, it is. state, and local officials all have to make decisions because hmm. if they make the wrong decision, they'll not get reelected. And in the, the ultimate job of a politician is to be reelected. Reelected, but yep. in Star Wars, that's not the case because Palpatine I'm, I'm was, Palpatine, and you're not electing nothing. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna send Darth Vader to force choke you against a freaking wall. That's what right, I'm gonna fucking do. Want to send the Death Star to blow you up? Alderaan's an open rebellion. What's that? Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's uh, fly this big old Death Star over there and let's give this baby a good old test run. Yeah, and and again, it is fundamentally American to to support the rebels because uh, uh, we, we're rebels in a way. Like yeah. Americans are, are rebellious to to a, to a core, you know. Like and and I, I don't I can't we're speak very on other cultures, but yeah, like. like that's the thing is is we have a government that we built to mm. be in our best interests as a whole, right? Yeah. And that's why the rebellion is like we can support them because that's what they're trying to achieve. And mm-hmm. and you look at the Repu- the republic for what it was, and you can say, well, that wasn't necessarily the best form of government either. Yeah. But the and empire that's the was first worse, thing they do, right? They made a new republic, yeah, but. And they never tried to course correct. They never tried to change. Like the thing, the re- the rebellion eventually became the new republic, and it was a continuation of the same republic that's been going on for four thousand years. It's been plagued with civil war, strife, economic collapse. Like it's mm-hmm. just. But again, this is all the stuff. This is me using the compendium of all my knowledge from the extended universe that's not really canon anymore. Well, and also for- you look at what is canon, though, right? You can easily yeah. look at what is canon, and you can see right. In the original trilogy, we support the rebels because they have a good cause and they're trying to make the world a better place, right? Yeah. But who's to say that's not what the First Order tried to do, right? Mm-hmm. Who's to say that the First Order wasn't fighting against the corrupt policies of the Republic, the the New yeah. Republic, when they when they brought it back? Like, how how do we know that that they didn't become corrupt and bad again, right? Like, we, yeah, we don't necessarily, but we automatically don't like the First Order. Because we don't appre- we don't like their means, but how are their means any different from the original rebellion, right? So yeah. it's one of those things where it's like, well, they have the giant Death Star 2.0. They can blow up five planets at once, right? One shot, one but they shot didn't have that. They didn't pod. always have that, right? Like this started somewhere. Yeah. 
just yeah, like what was, the rebels they were, did. A, they were fanatics in a quarter. You know, they were just sitting there stewing in a quarter forever, and they somehow they just built. You know, they started two parts. Right, and, and again, it. if you want to talk about questions, if you want to talk about how unrealistic Star Wars is, blowing up just look at the first one, order. Just look at the first order. <laughs> blowing <laughs> up one big, do. blowing up one big Death Star. How does that? Right. Okay. Here's what I don't get. Right. They yeah. blew up the first Death Star, and it yep. made no difference. Yeah. Oh yeah. They blew up the second Death Star, and the entire re- empire is gone. And and you yeah, can say, well, emperor. yeah, they killed the or emperor and Darth killed... Vader. But there's like, yeah. obviously, there's still people that are empire. Like there's yeah. still an empire. Well, in the, in the, and, and, in the and, books, and, expanded the you know me and you. I I don't I didn't read most of the books, but you and I both know that the EU books mm-hmm. they took that and just ran with it. It talks about how the empire you know the post the post uh, episode six galaxy was just a fracture a, fra- a bunch of fractured warlord states for a long time. Right, and then the Thrawn came back. He started trolling all everybody, like you know, just as planned. Like, oh, you didn't see through my tactics. And then he again wasted. Well, I guess yeah. they brought him back in Rebels, kind of, sort of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, I mean, he deserved to be on the big screen. That's, what, that's still, what I feel. There's about still that. an imperial government, right? Like, yeah. is the thing, and and well, I don't know. I'm trying to imagine why we'd have a world with an with an empire but but still have senators mm-hmm. that doesn't really make sense now that i think because about it. probably because he grandfathered it because palpatine grandfathered it in and if yeah they, there wasn't going to be an, an be imperial, imperial senate, senate. Jeez, yeah that's kind of an oxymoron i don't know it is like it doesn't make any <laughs> sense but don't even don't worry about it right just don't don't, don't ask any foreign questions okay yeah. just don't it's the thing, like with Star Wars, like at the end of the day, like how the fuck did the first order build that giant star killer base? Yeah, but it's okay. It's okay because, like, yeah, again, don't worry about it. Just don't worry about it. Don't think about it. No, no, it, it's fine for me. Like, you know, like because it is fiction, right? At the end of the day, yeah. And what used to yes, really annoy me, like it used to annoy me watching like Harry Potter with people who'd never seen it and like mm-hmm. never read the books, because like they'd be like, "Well, why can this happen? Why, why is this happening?" And I'm just like, "Yeah, dude, it, just shut up and it, enjoy it. it." Like it's like math. Why does two yeah. plus two equal four? Because it just fucking does. Because like, someone told you it does. Shut up and accept it, right? Like, the thing is, JK like, Rowling, JK Rowling wrote it in a book, so you got to shut up and you just got to go with the magic, right? Yeah. I, 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 you look at the you look at the person you 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 move the you flick the wand and then you think about it real hard and then you say the thing yeah. and the next thing you know the magic happens. If you're not willing to invest belief into something, then you're you're never gonna get it anyway, right? Yeah, like this is something that is, we're like fiction is a, is a funny thing. The, the the people who make it are telling you we're gonna lie to you about things. We're just gonna straight up lie to you. But, yeah, but we want you to believe it, right? But we want you to enjoy it while you believe it. Too. Right. that's the most important thing. Like, man, because this always gets me a lot of hate. But sometimes, like, oh, and I just watch those Transformers movies, man. I just like listening to that. I I can never remember the voice of the guy who's voiced Optimus Prime my whole life. Do you know his name? I don't know his you. name. Okay, but he's you know the the main voice yeah. of Optimus Prime, just shouting heroic things while he's shooting a gun and Megatron screaming ah because it feels like I'm a kid again. I'll be honest, like that movie makes me feel like a kid. Yeah. Like I'm watching like I'm watching Transformers because guys, Transformers, man, it's not like this deep thing, man. All right, like look, these guys were boxes. These this was originally built built to send toys, but then people really started looking up to Optimus Prime, and you know Megatron was pretty cool too because he yeah. turns into a fucking gun. <laughs> that is ten times smaller than itself. <laughs> don't just don't worry about it. It's okay. It's fine. Yeah. But it, it is still, but that like I said, it just like we talked about lost podcasts. You know, these these ideas transcend, and you take them into yourself, and they become something new. You know. Yeah. And we need a. It's hard to 
like with the the moral the morality of the rebellion like we originally started off with this rock rolling down this hill um it it's just so when do you because at the end of the day you can just point out so many things and you can just think oh fucking both of them are awful they all suck nothing fucking matters you know like it's just yeah. that's just it and you need to suspend you need to suspend your disbelief so that doesn't you don't come to that <laughs> you know right. so you don't come to that conclusion like okay rebellion good empire bad Sith, Sith red lightsaber bad Jedi blue lightsaber good yeah good. when you get into the details and you try to like do all this application and, and interpretation like it, it kind of gets muddied right but yes, when you look at exactly. when you look at Star Wars thematically like it, th- this is what's important right is like mm. this is a story of hope hope for a better life for a better future for, for you for your for your kids for it's an, idea, it's an idea being injected into your brain right and and you know it's like it's just one of those things where, like, we can all understand it because look at reality. Like, Americans weren't happy under British rule. And yeah. They wanted a better life for all of us. And we now mm-hmm. today have a better life, we we hope or think, because yeah. of what they did, because of the sacrifices they made, even though they weren't necessarily doing great things, right? And, mm-hmm. and this is a theme throughout history. Like, uh, good deeds don't necessarily lead to good futures right like yeah like people who never get their hands dirty who don't have blood on their hands like they're not the people changing history they're not the people making the world a better place necessarily right and it sucks to say but like wars help make us better in the end Mm -hmm. and like people who who do terrible things ultimately give you a better life Our, our military members in the united states who have to see and do horrific things overseas that we can never fathom. Mm-hmm. They're giving you a better life. Yep. And, you know, the reality of it is, like, you know, you, you you have to look at the rebels as not citizens and not people, but as, like, a military organization. Organization, yes, right? exactly. And it's just going to be, and no matter what, when especially, you know, we're making us better possibly but also just don't view war as something that's like necessarily good you know right and at the end of the day war changes everybody who gets involved in it and it touches them in a very specific way and honestly it can ruin a lot of people you know it can destroy the individual a completely different person can come out of war like one person goes out completely different person with a different name comes out the other end you're probably some like it's like the clones at the end of the... I remember reading in my that big Star Wars encyclopedia I had one day after four years of war with the Separatists, the clones were starting to get unique smells, unique uh, unique uh, accents from certain part, different parts of the yeah. galaxy. You know, war was literally changing them. Like, and probably not for the better because it was making them more rugged and angry. Because a lot of, you know... Right. A lot of these, a lot of these guys eventually ended up becoming stormtroopers. And, um, well, and that's the thing about, like, the Clone Wars is, like, it did what... I mean, I guess fiction writers don't really want to do it humanized the clones mm-hmm. right which is good in some ways because then like you feel more for them and empathize with them uh as the heroes but you you can't do that with villains because if you humanize villains too much then people stop liking them or like mm-hmm. what, like they, they stop seeing them as villains which you know even you look at modern examples like killmonger and black panther a lot of people mm. really understood where he was coming from and didn't view him as a villain anymore. But he's still mm-hmm. a villain. Like you yep. can understand someone's actions and decisions, but still condemn them for being wrong. He wanted to, he wanted to bring war to the world, and innocents would have eventually gotten caught in the way, and the, you know, and they would be dead. 
and right. they wouldn't have died but for him bringing conflict to the world, you know. And that's just you know, yeah. kind of I'm, I I continue to try to at least kind of be a pacifist of most things. Yeah, because I've just you know with with like the experiences my grandfather told me about in World War Two, you know, mm-hmm. he saw some shit, like some real shit, yeah. and that to me just doesn't seem like something any one person should be subjected to, you know, like it doesn't seem like it seems almost inhuman to subject, subject a human to that type of conflict, unless they directly want it to be there in that situation. You right. know? Yeah. And it, like it makes great villains to humanize them, but mm-hmm. you can't humanize a whole villain army because like, yeah, because it's know, hard because then it gets hard and then it turns into a slaughter. Be, be, then everything sucks. Because and everything then you great. really start to question the morality of your heroes. Yeah. You know, and like, then, you never, you never quite, you never. Quite, uh, I guess they already killed the dwarves that live there, but you know, you never question the them killing the goblins. You know, when they're running through the mines of Moria. Mm-hmm. You know, for all you know, they all we know is that the Balrog woke up and killed all the dwarves, right? Or as far as we were like, it, or maybe the goblins helped too. You know, right. but either way, the goblins were just living there, right? And all these guys showed up and they started killing everything. Granted, the goblins were chasing them and attacking them first, but you know. They, they didn't have to go that way, but I guess they got forced that way. Maybe maybe this was not the best example. I I probably could have thought of a better one. But there are times when there are situations that if you you just can't you, you can't address it directly, or else the whole house of cards would crumble because you're like, oh, okay, these things are humanized now. Uh, I mean, right. like, you know, I mean, like when when I'm playing World of Warcraft, running around a village like murdering murlocs and like you know, it's just. Coming into their place to have their, I'm coming into their houses and I'm murdering, I'm murdering them for like their fins for soup, right. you know. And you, you never really, you never think about it. And you're not supposed to because you're supposed to suspend your disbelief. Yeah, yeah. And it, and yeah, it's well, like I mean, said, and in Star Wars, like as a and you kid, don't want to think about your heroes like that. As a you know, kid, when you're watching Star Wars, all the rebel imperial government stuff is like background noise. Yeah, like, exactly. You know, like you're you're. You're ultimately, again, this is what I come back to with Star Wars. Like, we're we're telling personal human stories, right? Mm -hmm. Like, the reality is, like, Star Wars is not a movie about the effects of war on people. Because Mm -hmm. if it was, Luke and Han and Leia would not be in the shape they are at the end of the the, the trilogy. They just wouldn't. Like, this is, these are movies about hope, about uh, standing up for what's right, about, you know, Weird. They would be scarred and battle shaken by the end of everything yeah, they've seen. Like, and, you know, it's just yeah. Leia, and... Leia, everybody she ever knew died. Like mm-hmm. they got blown up on Alderaan, and she just keeps chugging along. And it's there's never even really a breakdown scene. I don't think she has for like mourning the people on Alderaan. You know, like oh, right. crying, like you know, and that never really gets addressed. The rest of the movies, honestly, when you think about it. That right. Alderaan is just gone because they don't want to point it out. And, and, yeah, yeah. I mean, <sighs> and that's the thing is like, it, it's just like very interesting to like really do a deep dive of Star Wars and like kind of realize you know I, even like it was more. Ge- I think it was just geared for people that are a bit younger than we are now. You know, more right. wise. It, it's always been for kids, right? But yeah. like, we still get a lot out of it. <laughs> And, System and, of a down makes a lot more sense when you're younger. <laughs> you <know? laughs> well, when you're older, it's just kind of depressing, right? I so, know exactly. Yeah, I mean, it's the same thing. It's the same thing. When you're a kid, you listen to music because you like the sound of it, 
Like mm-hmm. you, you like how it feels when you listen to it. When you're an adult, you listen to it and you're like, Jesus Christ, like this song sucks. Like the lyrics are so bad and cringy. Or you're like, Jesus Christ, this touched my soul. Like they're like it's so sad. Like I could hear the heartbreak in the singer, you know, like and I, I don't know. It, it's just what Star Wars is meant for kids ultimately and like I don't think it's meant for kids, but I think it's meant probably, I think, okay, so I think the first three are meant for the 16 to 18 year old range, right? Yeah. Because at the end of the day, it has a bunch of peppy peppy 20-somethings running around in a spaceship, blowing stuff up and having fun space adventures, uh, running away from Daddy Palpatine. Right. Um, And then the first, I think the first, like I said before, the Phantom Menace number one, I think was definitely a kid's movie. It just had that vibe. It wasn't as violent, aside from when Darth Maul got cut in half, but either way, at the end of the day, he's killed Qui-Gon Jinn. So you're ready to see it, and you were super excited when that happened. Um, right. You know, episode two is definitely more the 13 to 15 year old, and then you know, uh, episode three started address. It started addressing a lot of heavy stuff. You know, it really, it really did. Like, how are we going to come out of this war? What are we going to do with the clones? You know, those were questions that were coming up, and then Palpatine just, up oh, surprise, I'm here now. Yeah. Empire, lol, and it's, it's <sighs> Star Wars. I. I See, that's why I, I, I am sometimes loathe to keep turning back into this, but like again, taking a super critical eye to it when it wasn't built, it just wasn't designed to be. Just, you can, at the end of the day, there were toys on strings, you know, getting floated across the screen very slowly and then edited with camera shots so you mm-hmm. could like feel like, oh wow, look, a spaceship floating in space. Right. And that's, that's cool. But that's not like politically or morally or something heavy, you know. Yeah. And how, how many how many shots of that are in Star Wars? Just cool space shit happening, you know. Yeah. Aside from a movie that's super hardcore serial, let's say something like uh, Goodwill Goodwill Hunting or uh, what's that one? Uh, Will Smith when he has sleep in the bathroom reserve scope wasn't even that movie. You know, uh, Pursuit of happiness. happiness. Pursuit of happiness. Yeah, you know? a movie that was supposed to be based on a true story, but none of it actually ever happened. That's that was a great yep. movie. Yeah. Either way, like you know, it, it, Will Smith did a great job in that movie. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Like, no, 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 no. I, I have yeah. no problem with the movie, but like I have a problem with things that are based on true I have stories. A problem with that. And then people yeah, say, "Oh absolutely. my God, this this real person actually had this exact conversation." Like, no, no, they didn't. No, they didn't. Yeah. And so I'm just. movies that are more those are movies that you're supposed to analyze you know you're supposed to look deeply at every single aspect like this and you're supposed to break down and see what that means to us as human beings and how it affects our souls you know and star wars it always like you said again loathe to to repeat myself but it just to me it never held up under that super super ultra sick criticism like the movies like there are parts of star wars that are absolutely artistic masterpiece like Knights of the Republic 2, you know, mm-hmm. it had an amazing writing and had breathtaking soundtrack. It was just an amazing game and it was almost like a piece of art. It was a piece of art, honestly, if you ask me. Yeah. And, and, you know, you, I could overanalyze it for days and there's a really great video. It's like three hours of just analyzing one character in Knights of the Republic 2, you know, and with Star Wars, I mean, you could analyze, like, if you just had the three, a new hope, uh, Empire Strikes Back, Return of the Jedi. You know, okay, now analyze Darth Vader. Yeah, well, I feel like I feel like there is a lot of room to analyze Star Wars and people who like, you know, people like us. 
mm-hmm. who are like over well, we're, we're analyzing it now you know we can we talk about we can talk about the morality of the rebels and like that's that's the whole purpose of this right and when we when we look at morality we look at our own sense of morality in our uh, in the in the real world and everything else but ultimately, like, I can write off any criticism about the morality of the Rebels because Star Wars is not a story about the morality of the Rebels. It's just not. Like, it's not a story about about how how it is good to be a, a Rebel. It's not. Mm. It's a story about trying to create a better world for people, trying to, trying to latch on believing to hope. Believing yourself. And, and, yeah, yep. and, and believing in a, in a better future and believing that... that there is something better doing something that means something more than just you. Right. Like mm-hmm. th- there, there are a lot of themes in star Wars, but you know, we can look at like, Oh, Darth Vader, when he, when he had like that meeting with all these like imperialists or whatever in a new hope, like it dawns on you like, Oh, are all these people like running their own system or, or mm-hmm. are these people running their own, their own planet? Like, we don't know anything about those people. We know there's Governor mm-hmm. Tarkin. Who? What's he governor of? A, I don't know. Yeah, but like he's a gov, but he's governing. <laughs> yeah, but he's it's, it's, he has a cool British accent. And he's evil. Okay, got it. Like we don't know a lot of things, but we can we can still find interesting things about it. Like absolutely. Like, like as a kid, um, you watch this that scene, and you know the most interesting thing is Darth Vader force choking somebody. But as an adult, you're like who are these people? What is their purpose and what's happening? Like, like there should, there's something more to this. We're actually having a meeting about like the rebellion and like what we're going to do about it and, and how we find their base. And all like, this is interesting stuff to think about. But mm-hmm. again, it's not about the morality of the rebellion or the morality of rebelling against the government. It's, mm-hmm. it's just not, that's not what these movies are about. about. It's a, it's a, it's a story about good. The very, the for uh, you know, four, five and six are very much good and evil, you know? Right. That's, that's at the end of the day, red means bad, blue means good, you know, or green. And then the episodes. Yeah, but case. what always and, threw me off and no lie, right? This always threw me off in Star Wars, right? Bad guys have red huh. lightsabers. Good guys have green or blue lightsabers, but the rebels fire from their ships is red and the Imperials <laughs> is green. Okay, I think that's um I think uh Christian, I think you took that one a little too uh I, or do you think that's George you think that's George Lucas being a master of cinematography and craft and yeah. uh, subconsciously I, subverting like, your expectations. But why aren't the why aren't the why aren't the, the, the Empire's bullets red? Why are they green? I don't get it. Because because the X-Wing uses the Kuwait system and 3-Drive, which as you know, when it burns hot enough it's a red laser Christian. Why couldn't, okay? it, be, why couldn't it burn hotter and make it a blue laser, okay? Because it overloaded the chases of the X-Wing, Christian. <laughs> God, don't you know all this? No, I just I, I just want to know play Star Wars Galaxies and play this this ship engineering class. And... Why the hell that visually the lasers for the good guys are red? <laughs> why? Because they're because they turn to evil when they need to do good things. Because uh, they're doing evil things while shooting. They're Got doing, it. Shooting, but the, yeah, but, the but the Empire is too. Why are there? Why make their laser beams different colors if they don't mean anything? Well, it's because the gases burn at different colors, Chris. What Come gas on. burns green? World building. Sulfur? The Tabana tub- gas. <laughs> they harvest from Bestman, you fucking... <laughs> Come on, Chris. This is basics 101. Uh, 
Don't you understand that George Lucas has invented his yeah, own Yeah, but resources? visually it doesn't make sense. Shut up, Christian. All right, it burns green because George Lucas said it burns green, so it burns green. You're going to like... And the Death Star <laughs> laser is also green. Because it's doing a good thing. <laughs> it's green. It's green, dude. It's sharing love with the world. Don't you know death is a release? Come on, man. Oh, they could have made it red because aren't they just harvesting kyber crystals for that anyway? Sidious just wanted to die super bad. He was the world's all fetishes, so that's why he was going around blowing up planets. Uh, I'm just saying visually as a viewer, it always confused me why the rebels were shooting red laser beams, okay? I'm sorry. I'm sorry that these color these this palette mix swap has brought you severe hey, confusion. Red red is a symbol of Evil or gray area. What about, like, what about the red? What about the red Power Ranger? Yeah, I don't. I don't know. He was the leader, but like Raphael was always my least favorite teenage mutant ninja turtle. He's got to work through some problems, and, right? He's angry. Like the don't, red. Don't the red Teletubby was like always that. the worst. What? <laughs> I'm just kidding. I never watched Teletubbies. <laughs> All right, we gotta, guys. First Twitch. First Twitch stream. Uh, we're going to watch Teletubbies, <laughs> and we're going to figure out if uh, the red Teletubbies... We're going to figure out why the sun is a baby. <laughs> we're we're going to figure we're going to break down the morale of the Teletubbies live on air. We're going to break down the morality of putting a television screen in someone's stomach. We're going to break down the morality of having a... ...looking robot that sucks things around with a bunch of kids. And True. that spurts goo on spurts goo. Oh, God. I didn't know all this stuff <laughs> about just... it, okay? <laughs> Just I'm given to understand that the red wiggle is also the worst one. Is there a red wiggle? I never I, watched the I, wiggles. I watched a little bit of the wiggles because I was the family babysitter for a bit. Um, I mean, I don't know. They're pretty good. Like band, they we do like live shows and stuff. Did you know that? Yeah, I knew that. Yeah, they're Australian, I think. Yeah, dude. But I never crazy. watched the wiggles. I I mean, dude, the good guys on Blue Clues were blue and straight. magenta. Yeah, dude. Like we got a we got Rotten Robbie was in a red overcoat right in Lazy Town okay and then the guy with the twisty mustache was blue. There, oh, there it is again, folks. Christian, when you're right, you're right. I mean, movies have palette. aesthetics that tell you things about George, characters, okay? Good guys. George Lucas. George George Lucas is just setting is just dropping hints, philosophical hints about the red. How when you see something that is painted red, you know it's evil. All right. George tomatoes, Lucas knew. Red, George evil, Lucas okay? knew. Yeah, tomatoes are fucking disgusting. Dude, I can't. Like me, me and you both know somebody that eats tomatoes just whole. Like just, just takes a huge chunk out of them. And I'm like, how dare you do that in front of me? <laughs> Yeah. What's happening? What are, what are we talking about again? Morality of the Empire? Red, red, red uh, okay. bad, red Look lightsaber. It. Bad guys have red lightsabers. We know this. Okay. Yep. Good one, George Lucas. Thanks for telling Thank us you. that if you have a red <laughs> lightsaber or you're dressed in black, you're and, evil. And, okay. then George, and then Samuel L. Jackson just comes out. Well, what about purple? And then yeah. George Lucas George Lucas just looks really confused. Honestly, in that shot, I, I don't know what I read. I think it was, I just read confusion. Yeah, but but then you're gonna make the rebels shoot red lasers and be red five is our is our Again, most I'm, important I'm sorry, one rebel. Like, don't hurt you, don't hurt yourself thinking too hard about this, Christian. It's okay. It's all right. I'm just saying visually, if you're watching laser beams fly, you're thinking green just, is the good guy shooting at the bad guy. You're starting to sweat a little bit, Christian. He's getting really worked up over these laser beam folks. It's important. <laughs> there's a there's an aesthetic style to shooting. There's the, morale, a movie. There's the color morality. All right, it guys. means something.
it's important. Right, don't you know when you're playing Knights of the Republic, when you make bad side choices, your character Wait, gets red and evil? What color were the were the shots fired by the droids? Were those red? They were red. Because I remember the clones, their, their guns shot blue, blue lasers. Blue. They were blue. Droids are red. Um, I think they did some green, too. But the droids also See, it took George Lucas all that time to figure it out, to learn how to do it. He's how like, to properly cut and properly code color. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, but, I understand that the lightning arc, has the to be was, blue because lightning is blue. But Christian, Christian, the arc once the arc one seventy, the arc one seventy uh, firefighter, which is the uh, Clone Wars standard uh, frame for the, uh, the starfighter for the clones. Mm-hmm. It's red, Christian. It's paint red. I know why. <laughs> I mean. Why? The Why? Republic the the Republic cruisers are also red. They're painted red. What? I'm pretty sure that the A, the AATs also shot red laser beams. They do. That's right. You're right. No, it's I thought they were green. Were they green? Were they? Were they green? I thought they. I thought they were green. No, you have to Google that one, bro. I'm gonna Google you know, it. You better Google. I'm it. It's very Google important. AAT laser beams. Are we are, are we bidding on this? What are we bidding? Ten I bucks. Don't, I don't know. It's probably not even. I don't have any money. <laughs> Uh, hold on, my internet is so it's, slow. Why Jesus. is your internet slow? Because I have, live? I have shitty internet because where I live only has AT&T internet. That's all of California, my guy. No, I, you you can get Comcast in places. Uh, why do at, at laser cannon kick back? No, I don't care about that. What color is it? Just look up videos of Hoth attacking, bro. Come on. Color. Uh, oh my god. There's there's articles analyzing this shit we're talking about. Are you fucking serious? Why no does way. the Empire in Star Wars use green lasers and the Rebels oh god, use pull that, red pull lasers? That, pull that article up and read it right now. What's the uh, what's the I can't believe that. Well, one answer, speaking to in-universe explanation rather than production, which doesn't make sense anymore after the release of the prequels, is that the green lasers are better technology, which the Empire would surely have. Green light has a wavelength of roughly 510 nanometers, while red light has a wavelength of Oh my god, they overthought it more than we did. It says, another canon reason could be... uh, Related to kyber crystals, we know the Empire Farm map. No, no, it, no, that's not a good one because you can have red kyber crystals. I'm sorry, that's send a send this one. guy an email right now. Send him an email. Who is it? Who wrote the story? Oh, here we email. go. This is this is the best part of their answer. That being mm. said, the entire idea of lasers in Star Wars is steeped in fiction with little basis in fact. <laughs> I actually work with <laughs> lasers you. for a living and have a pretty firm grasp on photonics. <laughs> <laughs> And this is not it, Chief. This ain't it. Let me see if there's other one. In general, Dude, red is a talk, bad color and green is a guy. good we color. Need to invite, we need to invite him on the podcast. We need to talk to him. This right person now. said red means stop, green means go, red means blood and fire, green means grass and trees and nature. So logically, the good guys should have the green and the bad guys the red, right? Heck, even the Jedi and Sith lightsaber colors subscribe to this. Well, as far as I know, it's because Star Wars was made during the Cold War and the color of the tracer rounds used by the United States and NATO or can you guess red while the color of the USSR and what Warsaw Pact was green. 
god, what it's, the dude, fuck? Star Wars, dude, I get it now. Star Wars is the ultimate dead horse. We're sitting here arguing about the color morality of lasers. That's already have three different articles on Google. This, this guy gave your answer. He said the different colors are due to the different gases used in the weapon. Different gases require some modifications to the weapon. Think petrol and diesel engines. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Look at great... but he added the cinematic and practical answer, which is wrong. The different colors are to identify for the viewer who is shooting. Yes, but it's confusing when the bad guys are shooting green. <laughs> Oh my God! Why are we still talking about this? What are we doing? Uh, start. What's the name of this podcast again? I forgot. Across uh, the stars, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, across Chris. the stars. What if NASA fought the Galactic Empire? <laughs> How would they do it, bro? We're gonna Neil. We need you to get your shotgun. We need to get oh. you up there, bro. Yep. I mean, dude, these questions are crazy. I my god damn. Some of these answers too. Holy shit. Guys, we think about a lot of things, but I never thought about the fucking nanometer frequency of lights and shit. <laughs> I just thought I always thought it was the Tabata the different cuz I know the the clips are called they're the clips that you load into the guns. They're actually like super hyper they're kind of like gas capsules it's hyper pressurized gas and then it gets like blown up through and it's superheated and then a a, a, a bolt gets shot through in like a a bolt of light and the bolt carries the superheated gas with it yeah and that's the that's the laser dude Um, someone 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 literally answered the question of could you argue that the rebels are bad guys in star wars and like it just makes our whole podcast like null and void uh, (laughs) all right guys let's start over Christian hit that intro again. Hit that intro button again, Christian. Let's go. Well, <laughs> he I'm said, sure, for- sure. You could argue that the rebels are bad guys in Star Wars. They wanted to implement the most useless governmental system, the Galactic Senate. <laughs> he said, I'm not saying the Empire was not evil, but it is more efficient. Things get done. Done. <laughs> Perhaps bad things get done. <laughs> he said, in Warrior, the Phantom Menace... Warrior. We were given an in-depth look at how useless the Galactic Senate is. A little planet got bullied by a federation. (laughs) Its head of state escaped certain death to appear before the Senate to stop the invasion, and in return, all she was offered to have a committee to discuss the problem. (laughs) It's so true. There's no blockade. Dude, in Star Wars, can't they just hyperdrive over there and then hyperdrive like hold on guys let me get in my my spaceship and then just fly over there real quick to look oh man this is like <laughs> they, like, they, they say they say after the countless loss of life leia is still so dissatisfied by the new galactic senate that she runs a resistance <laughs> to fight the imperial remnants because the galactic senate just do not care at all <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's so okay. good my my phone's on 10 percent, bro i'm not gonna lie to you <laughs> <laughs> oh my god hold on let me see if there's there's other answers uh the blah planning unsuccessful attacks against a not very tyrannical at least not oppressive to average citizens government not blah 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 uh it says put yourself 
put yourself into the shoes of a normal average citizen living under the rule of the Galactic Empire. It's been a weird transition from the Republic to this, but there have been seemingly no differences. Maybe more taxes to fund the creation of Star Destroyers. Hey guys, remember what I said about presidents and taxes uh, and humans get uh, treated better than most alien species, but it's relatively the same. See, that's the thing, though, but aliens can, like, go to a different, yeah. like... But we, but can we don't only, know that. We don't know yeah. that. Like, this person's assuming yeah. a lot of stuff. Yeah. So... And that's the thing with Star Wars, what we're talking about right now, with what we're all talking about. It's all assumption, guys. Like, we're just taking the football that George Lucas gave us, and we're running with it as hard as we can. Like, we're talking about the milliliter per fractions of light over here, all right? That's how desperate we are to... Mm-hmm. <laughs> desperate we are to make Star Wars in real life, because, man... Just wait, Christian, right? Now we're going to get hyperdrive <laughs> soon. We're going to go and settle a new planet. Totally. Anyway, uh, <clears throat> I, I do need to go, though, soon. Oh, okay. So. No no problem. No problem. Yeah. That was fun to read those answers, though. Um, Absolutely. We should, we should do that another time. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, I guess to summarize, the, the morality of the rebellion can be questioned, but it's not meant to be, right? Like, that's mm. not what Star Wars is about. It's not about the morality of the rebels. It's about something else. Um, but yeah, it, it's still something fun to talk about because we have nothing better to do on a Thursday uh, night. So, um, yeah, cause you know, the state's on fire. So it's super smoky outside. Yeah. Um, what, what, and what? I'm graduated from college and I've completely lost my purpose in life and I don't know what to do without homework anymore. Yeah. So, it, you know, we even made arguments as to why you can excuse the rebels for their mm-hmm. uh, lack of morality or whatever. Like, like there yeah. are there are reasons you can empathize with them and understand. They did their a decision. horrible thing to Alderaan. What they did to Alderaan was the Empire did to Alderaan was a horrible thing. Right. Know? They d- destroyed a whole planet, and in Rogue One, they destroyed a city. You know, with the, with the small little blast. We we always forget about Rogue One, but Rogue One was a huge point in like everything we talked about. It addressed a lot of these issues, and again, it was a piece of work that you can more critically look at. Right. Um, and, we, you know, you talked about, like, in Rogue One, they were killing informants, and, but the Empire was doing tons of evil stuff, too. You know, they were walking around harassing random citizens. Um, they're, you know, they had, like, just chain gangs all the time, like, in super, with chain, basically chain gang soldiers. You know, we saw those stormtroopers in there with her. You know, they're ba- they basically look like prisoners, too. Right. Um, and, the you know, we saw the Empire basically looting a Jedi temple, and we saw, like... <laughs> What is yeah. fighting in the streets, like, you know, like terrorist armed resistance in the streets. Yeah. And that's, you know, again, but you just chop them both down and it's both just super great at the end of the day. And that's all really she wrote to me, honestly. That's how I think about it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> I mean, we can we could do an, an entire podcast about the morality of the Empire as well or whatever. But like, mm. you know, at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter again because this is star Wars and it's not about the morality. Like it, it's, we're told by the fiction that the rebels are good and the empire is bad. And that's yep. all you need to believe at the end of the day. Red, red lightsaber, bad green lightsaber. Good. <laughs> yeah. But red laser bolts. Good. Shut green, picture. green Shut laser bolts. Empire. Bad. And the podcast. Chris, <laughs> okay. Thanks everyone for tuning in. Share your <laughs> thoughts. Uh, at across the stars two on Twitter or just email across the stars podcast at gmail.com and send your thoughts, share, like, subscribe, leave a review because it helps and we appreciate yep. you. 
Thank you. Yep, for... I, gotta, I guys, I got to get that high rise in LA. All right, so, yes, oh, let's go. Let's get definitely. some five star reviews. I got to get some credit card credit cards maxed out. Right? Yeah, I got to get some credit I, card fraud on our. I, I really no. need to declare bankruptcy in the next like you know two to three years. So yeah. let's, let's let's get going. Well, right? you're, okay. you're still in California, so it's a possibility. <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> bye guys. Bye guys. Love you all. Thank Thanks you. For Thanks for joining, Thank journeying you. with us across the stars. Goodbye.